dead son 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 so welcome back sir welcome well it's good to have back you don't know that song do you well from welcome back carter or cotter well his name was cotter yeah, K-O-T-T-E-R, the sweat hogs. It, like, it wasn't just, like, New York accent, like, Kata. <laughs> no, because I think it was actually K-O-T-T-E-R. I'll look this up. Welcome back. I don't know the rest of the world. But, but that's, like, the theme song to the show? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. But welcome back, because we are back. We are recording a podcast. And, and I will say for our listeners who obviously can't see... Uh, the sun is multitasking. Are you recording a podcast? No, no, I'm looking up Welcome Back, Cotter. Oh, ah, okay. It's K-O-T-T-E-R, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the sweat hogs. John Travolta was a sweat hog. Uh, I think his name was Vinny. All right, so we are back from spring br- spring break. What, what did you say like that? There's that movie, Spring Break, with James Franco. I'm pulling all these pulp culture references, and I'm the old one. Come on. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. I haven't either. Have you ever seen the movie Cabin Boy with Chris Elliott? I probably did a long time ago. It's uh, not a funny movie. I imagine. Chris Elliott's not that funny. No, no. All right. All right. He's, <laughs> he's awkward funny. Okay, so we are back. So I guess we'll start off proper. Are we, are we past the point where we have to do the voices? Or are we, should we? Uh, I mean, to it? I'm not very good at it. <laughs> I, I think that's what makes it good. All right. Okay. Off the dead. On the sun. All right. So we, being Floridians, uh-huh. spoilers, we live in Florida. We're going to get some fans knocking <laughs> down our door. <laughs> so, spoilers, we live in Florida. So, what do Flo- what do Floridians do for spring break? Go somewhere else that's not in Florida. Right, go somewhere where it's cold, right? So, we went to Chicago. Colorado, yep. <laughs> Chicago, Illinois. The Windy City, and it lived up to its name. It was cold and windy. Mm-hmm. So... Have you you've seen snow before one time, right? Yeah. So, all right. So, what was your impression of Chicago? I lived there before. Yeah, yeah I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you were listening. So, what were your impressions? impressions I, I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, they, uh, the driving laws there seem to like the driving laws because we we pretty yeah, much like, we stayed downtown it's, and walked everywhere. It just it seemed that like. Everybody knew what they were doing, except at the same time, nobody knew what they were doing. <laughs> they are quick to honk their horns in Chicago, aren't they? I mean, yeah. when that light turns green, if you don't go that millisecond it turns green, somebody's honking at you. <laughs> yeah, places to be. So, uh, oh, all right, so let's, first of all, before we go into like what we did and those adventures, what did you think of the weather? Well, I thought it was um, frightful. Really? The weather. <laughs> the weather outside. Song references everywhere. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Like, it wasn't too cold for you? I mean, it was, but like it wasn't like, crap, this is cold. Get me out of here right now. That's kind of how I reacted really? for a while, yeah. Oh. I have a new appreciation for scarves because mm. I got to borrow your mom's scarf and, and it made all the difference. Really? Yeah. It kept me warm, toasty. So we actually saw snow. Mm-hmm. Actually, you uncovered ice, you threw snowballs. Yeah. Um, did you like the snow? <laughs> I was going to make a bad joke there. Oh, yeah. Did you like the snow? Oh, I, I did. I did. I thought it was, uh, I, I made the mistake one time of touching it with my bare hands. Yeah. Because uh, no. it's cold, right? Yeah, I thought it was going to be like lukewarm, you know? Like, all right, all right. so outside the weather, Chicago, I mean, do you think, I mean, 
tall buildings, way taller than where we live. Yeah. Uh, downtown area, people, crowded streets, moving about. Is that some place where you think you could live? Uh, it seems like it would be expensive. Am I keeping you up? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez, like, I can't on. <laughs> you think, it, but, I mean, but if, if cost wasn't a factor, would you want to do it? Okay, if cost isn't a factor, then I don't have to get a job if I'm there. All right, don't be a smart ass. I mean, you get a job where you can afford to live there. <laughs> would you want to, I mean, would you want to work in a place where, you know, you took public transportation, you walked, and, you know, uh, a big city, basically. Chicago is a pretty big city. I think that, like, I, while I appreciated the stuff in it, you right. know, like, like all the, like, the places we went, I don't think I really, like, I think it's good for a vacation. Like, I don't think, like, living there, like, I think... A little too busy for you? I think I would get sick of it quick. Now, this is just my assumption. Like, I loved our time that we spent there. Right. And, like, whatnot. But, like, I feel like if I actually lived there, I had to interact. So, uh, we went to Museum of Science and Industry. Oh, the that, Shed was that was is fantastic. That was fantastic. Is that the favorite one? I, I thought the Museum of Science and Industry was great. Like, everything else was, I thought was great. But, like, that, I think... So, just to clarify what you just said, the Museum of Science and Industry was great, but everything else was great. Okay, okay. The Museum of Science and Industry was the, the best, best. Okay, but okay. everything else was great. I like Navy Pier. That was kind of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ferris wheel. Yeah, the Ferris wheel from hell, the scary Ferris wheel. <laughs> they say they go around twice, but they forget to tell you that they have to load everybody. So, so the first once. time doesn't really count. Yeah, and you're like... At the very top, and the wind's blowing, it's swaying a little bit. You're like, oh my God, we're going to die. And then I'm tapping my phone. <laughs> All right. So uh, I will say that um, we're on Instagram. Okay. I say that we are on Instagram, meaning that there's pictures of you and me, but you, you don't have an Instagram account, do you? No. So you don't even know what I post. So like those pictures of you when you're sleeping? Yeah. Those are on there. What? No, seriously. <laughs> so, so we took pictures while we were there. We took kind of like selfies, for lack of a better word. I'm just curious, and this isn't really related to Chicago, but you seem to be okay with that. Are you all right with me posting your pictures on there? Oh, are you asking me now? Like, you know, <laughs> it's, like it's too late. You're, you're beyond the point of no. Return. You know, it's kind of like asking your parent permission for something after you already did it. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, but does that, are you all right with that? You I look mean, cool. As long as I look cool, like I, I need you to be the cool filter. Yeah. See, this is what I do when I take the pictures, and and by all means, everybody jump. D on download to, the app, cool. <laughs> jump on the Instagram or go on Instagram and look up Dadson podcast, all one word. Um, I only put half of my face in there, and I put your full face in there because you're the star, right? So, oh, well, I'm I the star? Because <laughs> you're the um, producer, <laughs> you're the uh, yeah, director. Right. Usually, the, the producer isn't the star. <laughs> you are. All right, so uh, a good time in Chicago. Mm -hmm. uh, we brought mics with us to record. No, we didn't but really. It really didn't work out that way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because uh, uh, we we there's four people staying in one small room. Yeah. How's that for you? Um, let me tell you, Dad. Let me let me tell you something. All right, I'm giving you instruction. Don't put your hands in front of your, face, in front of your mouth when you're trying to talk. I'm sorry, it's a habit. You know, <laughs> I know, I'm always I know. Ter terrified I'm going to, like, spit. Oh, that's all right. Oh. Don't, don't spit at my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, as for uh, four um, crowded uh, people, or four people in a crowded room. Yeah, all week. All week. Wow, that sounds like it would suck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. I mean, sometimes, like, it got kind of annoying but hey um king of queens you know 
Yeah, yeah. So that, that helped me through some tough times. <laughs> so we get up around eight, get out of, get out of the room by nine thirty ish or so, and then we stay out till seven o'clock at night. And then when we, so uh, when we came, come back, and then we would watch King of Queens for like two hours, <laughs> and then everybody would fall asleep, and then repeat. Yeah, I, I you know, I was ready to get home after the week because I love y'all, but a week in one room together, I was like, all right. Need some space. Need some time. All right. So, so I, you know, I, I knew we weren't going to do a whole podcast on Chicago, but I just wanted our 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 three listeners to know where we were at, Stop what we were doing. Three listeners. And if we you have like ten thousand, and if you want to see pictures of our time in Chicago, because I posted a bunch, uh, go on to Instagram. That's in podcast. Look it up. All I cannot word. stress this enough. D a d s o n podcast. Um, that seems to be our more popular, actually populated social media site. Since we don't really have a website, like, check um, us out on Datsun. Like, it beats SoundCloud? Well, SoundCloud's the host of, uh, but Datsun's where you can see images of uh, what we are up uh, okay, to I get it, I get it. and what we be doing. All right, so I have two stories. <laughs> what, you, what we be doing? What we be doing. All right, I have two stories. Okay. Um, one is related to the cold. And the other one's related to my favorite podcast. Okay, okay. I have a question about these two stories. Do they connect somehow? Yeah, they both have animals. All right. And yeah. they both connect and then I looked them up this morning. <laughs> I can't. All right, both of these are from the AP, Associated Press. Oh. And they don't involve Trump. It's not passing health care. <laughs> because we're going to get so get used to winning. I'm just kidding. All right. No public commentary. All right. Title of this article, you ready? You're ready. And I'll be honest with you, because I'm so terrible at reading these articles, I haven't really read this all the way through, so... It could just take like a really like... I'm going to butcher this like crazy, but here's the title. Barn yarn, semicolon, retirees knitting sweaters for chili chickens. That, so like the people who come up with these titles... Geniuses, Are they the same people who actually write the article? I, uh, you know, having worked in the newspaper business... Because I don't. Think if there so. was a job where you just come up with the title, I would gladly. What, what's that? What's that uh, term when you use like the the common letters frequently through like a, a article or a title? It's not onomatopoeia, but it's uh, I can't remember what it's called. Wait, wait, wait. When you say like, com- like give me an example. Retiring retirees knitting sweaters for chili chickens. Oh, alliteration. Yeah. Brilliant alliteration in this one. All right. Tremendous. This happened in Milton, Massachusetts. You ready? Milton. Sweaters for chickens? It sounds like a joke, but a plucky group of retirees in a suburban Boston in suburban Boston has hatched a plan to keep poultry warm during the New England winter. Now, what's re- how I relate this to what we talked about before is because it was cold in Chicago. Yeah. And now we're talking about sweaters for yeah. chickens. All right. The unusual project began after members of a knitting club at Fuller Village, a retirement home in Milton, Massachusetts, heard about the hardships that some chickens suffer this time of year. Okay. Okay, Foster. (laughs) First, okay, you go first, and then I'll make a comment. So, like, are there that many chickens freezing to death that they need sweater, or are they just uncomfortable? Well, you know, and I'm not, you know, casting dispersions on this retirement group because I haven't even finished the article. But there are hardships in this world, and when I think of the hardships and the things I've seen, cold chickens doesn't rise to the top, but, you know, whatever. 
<laughs> Maybe they like eggs a lot. I don't know. All right. Certain breeds shed their feathers and grow new plumage in the winter months. Others imported from tropical climates just aren't suited for the wintry conditions. Organizer Nancy Kearns said the project benefits birds. Hold on. <laughs> Organizer Nancy Kearns said the project benefits birds kept on a neighboring estate known as the Mary M.B. Wakefield Charitable Trust. Quote, I don't think in my wildest dreams I ever thought anybody made sweaters for chickens, end quote, said Barbara Winmeyer, 76, who started knitting when she was 15 years old. Among the sweaters Winmeyer crafted by hand was one for Prince Peep, a rooster native to Malaysia. That's incredible. Okay, so, all right, let's, let's, I got to back up here. All okay. right, so they're not even making chicken sweaters for American chickens. They're making Comes. sweaters for immigrant chickens. <laughs> I mean, how is Trump going to feel about this? <laughs> so, okay, so so if I read this right, right, the the it's the imported chickens that aren't suited for winter. Why do we have imported chickens here? Wait, wait, I have a question. Yeah, this had like Prince Peep, right? So is there awesome like a, is there like a chicken monarchy? Yeah, I think. Did I say a monster or a rooster? He's a rooster. Prince Pete. And it's a patriarchal society. I wonder if his sweater is monogrammed with like a PP on the sleeve or something. <laughs> so they know it's his sweater. <laughs> what if it matches it's his like crown? A royal shade of purple. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got like it's got like fur on the on the lapels. <laughs> it's more like a smoking jacket for the prince. All right. Uh, quote There's so much going on these days. That's kind of contentious in the world, end quote. She said, quote, it was very, it was actually very calming to me to work on this, end quote. Another knitter, 76-year-old Libby Kaplan said, whoa, the whoa. No, another knitter, 76-year-old Libby Kaplan said the experience had helped her to overcome her fear of birds. Quote, one person I heard say there was more important things to do in this world. Make things for people that need it. I think animals need to be warm too, and I'm so glad we did it, Kaplan said. Those poor penguins are freezing. <laughs> All right, so at least there's somebody in the group who's like, hey, hey, guys. At least I, somebody said. <laughs> somebody said the obvious, right? Look, you realize you're knitting sweaters for chickens, right? Meanwhile, down the street, there's like three homeless people on the I, corner. I'm going to look up sweaters on chickens real okay, quick. So see if you can get an image. Yeah. All right, if you do, send it to me. All right, while you do that, I'll finish the article. The chickens seem to like their sweaters, estate spokeswoman Erica Max says. All right, I totally butchered that again. All right, the chickens seem to like their sweaters. Estate spokeswoman Erica Max says egg production has jumped noticeably since the birds began wearing them. It's got some members of the club wondering what exotic project to take on next. Kern said making... Kern said someone gave her an article about the need for blankets at an elephant refuge in India. Making something pachyderm size, she joked, might be a little too ambitious. Probably not something we're going to do now, she said, but you never know. Oh my God. You are showing me the pictures of the chickens with sweaters. And there, oh my goodness. All right, I have to describe this to our listeners. All right, first of all, Oh my gosh. They are like multicolored. One looks like a sweater vest. 
Oh my gosh. First of all, they're not normal looking chickens. That one chicken, if you told me that was a chicken, I wouldn't believe you. Um, okay, so when we release this podcast, yeah. if you had listened to this, you have to jump on Instagram if you're listening to this, because I promise you one of our pictures is going to be uh, the picture of the chicken oh, wait, wait, sweater wait, Here's some better ones, better images. So, okay, so there's a retirement community, and at least it's next to them, so it's not like they researched, oh my God, so it's not like they researched and said, wow, I wonder if chickens are <laughs> cold. So there's some relation to their neighbor. So these but, chickens could just hate the crap out of this, like, you jerks. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe we have to wear these. Just, that can't, is that part of the group? That is insane. Because not only does she have a sweater vest on. <laughs> she has like a little sweater hat. cap on. Okay, so of all the need in this world and in this community, where would you rank sweaters for chickens? Right after um, the, uh, uh, probably right after uh, Aleppo and Syria. <laughs> the crisis happening there. Yeah, like, so like number two. Really? <laughs> At the tippy top. But uh, I, I got to be honest with you. Uh, yeah. What you know? First of all, why have tropical chickens here, especially in Massachusetts? I don't did, know. Did, did people like, never think that they might get cold? Obviously, they did. That's why we have chickens. Tropical. Also. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if the charitable trust said, like, man, we are desperate for some sweaters for our chickens. Why couldn't you get some socks and like uh, let me tell you, wing holes? This, this is this is kind of like the um, this is kind of like the same innovation that like went into like making Microsoft and Facebook. You know, it just takes one guy. Like, do you, do you know how Nike was started? No, are you? Is this a true story? This is what I was told. This is what I was told. So, um, the guy who created Nike, because um, Nike has like the kind of like. Um, patterned like foot bottoms, you know. Okay. And so he got the idea from, well, not to say his wife came up with the idea, but his wife helped kind of create the idea because um she made him waffles one morning, and this is like when the waffle iron was new, and so he got an idea. He put rubber in the waffle iron, and he liked the shit, like the pattern that it made. And that's how he created Nike. Yeah. What you read that on the internet? Didn't you? I did not. I heard that. <laughs> I actually this this lady came in. Um, for our school, told us about um, Full Sail University. Oh, okay. So. Huh. Well, I'll have to Google that. Because <laughs> part of me thinks that sounds like bull crap. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so first of all, I have a, I have a way to solve the chicken crisis. The chicken, chicken crisis? <laughs> well, no, I guess that won't work. I was going to say take a pair of socks, tube socks, and cut the holes in the head, but... It had to be some skinny chickens to get into some socks, right? Well, they could just be some pretty big socks. So do you think before they knit the chicken sweaters? Because from the picture, the, the sweaters, they're not like jackets. They actually go over. They're like enclosed. Yeah. So do you think they take the measurements of the chickens before they knit the sweaters? <laughs> they have like a little tailor measuring each chicken. Oh my god! How do like the chicken like sit still and like how do you put the sweater on? Like ah. <laughs> all right, so so all right, so rest rest assured, sleep easy tonight, folks. There's a group of retirees that's handling a major crisis that's happening in our U.S. The cold chickens are being taken care of. <laughs> okay, all right, so um, all right, this is a short article. This one came from the AP Associated Press, but it. it it references in India, I believe. So I'm going to butcher all these names, and I'm going to apologize. But it's related to my favorite podcast that we've done. 
Do you know what my favorite podcast is? Like that we've done or just yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Um, is it the uh, the eighties one? No, it's the cat was framed. Oh yeah, yeah. So, like <laughs> so. There's a podcast. It's called titled "Cat Is Framed" that we did, where we uncovered the truth. Yeah. Uh, to a, a vandalism that took place at a veterinarian shop where they blamed a cat, but it was complete BS because we cracked the code. Yeah, right? yeah. And we realized that it was really the guy there. To just call us Sherlock. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm wondering if we can crack this one. There's not enough. There's not a whole lot of information here. Um, so we may not be able to crack it, but I think somebody's being set up. Okay. Joint operation. Oh, boy. Indian cops blame rats for missing marijuana. So, okay. So right there. Right so, away. So, so right? like how slim does your suspect list have to be for you to actually start pointing the... <laughs> yeah, it's, the rats stole the marijuana. All right, so... Any- <laughs> they got in a body suit. <laughs> like, in a like Mission Impossible. <laughs> Went down on a little pulley and were like over the marijuana. Yeah. All right, so Indian police came up with a novel explanation for missing haul of marijuana on Wednesday. Rats. A senior officer blamed the furry rodents for the disappearance of a haul of drugs from a warehouse at Nagpar Railway Station in the western state of Marsharada in wait, India. The senior officer. Yeah, I mean, I think the high ranking, not the old one. Oh. With knitting sweaters on his part time. All right. Quote, rats are a huge menace here. They keep nibbling at plastic wrappers containing marijuana and alcohol bottles. Abhay near a senior inspector at India, India's railway police, told the Associated Press. I don't remember how I pronounced his name. here said illegal stashes of cannabis and bootleg liquor have been piling up in the warehouse over the last decade as officers crack down on smugglers. They are not allowed to destroy seized narco- narcotics without a court order, he claimed. Pockenheer said the marijuana was being kept in plastic bags and there was evidence some had had gone missing, although he wasn't sure exactly how much. So, so they're not just like nibbling at the bags, like they're actually like taking the bags. Right, well he's, he's saying say. that there's evidence that they've been nibbling at the bags. Pockenheer, oh I'm sorry, Indian tabloid, the Mubabi... Mumbai, sorry, Mumbai oh Mir- Mirror, <laughs> sorry about that. Indian tabloid, the Mumbai Mirror, reported that around 25 kilos of the drug had disappeared. Curiously, 25 plastic bottles containing alcohol had also vanished, the paper said, citing sources. We cannot confirm if any pilferage took place, said Packenhair. So that's the end of the article. Hmm. So... I either didn't copy and paste the whole article, or if that's the whole article, 25 kilos disappeared. Mm-hmm. So now, I feel kind of bad. I think I maybe didn't get the whole article. <laughs> so, But let's just say that's the whole article, because okay. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. That's the whole article. So really, one crappy article, bad follow-up. Like, seriously, like, how do you, like... So you go from... You go from, all right, we've noticed that the rats have been nibbling at the bags... Oh, we're missing some bags. Must be the rats. Twenty-five kilos. Like, look up how much a kilo is. Isn't it like a pound and a half? Right. I don't know. Probably not. I probably so twenty-five. Really so hey, we noticed in the past that the rags have been nibbling at plastic bags. 
But now what we're saying is when we did the inventory, we're missing 25 kilos, which is how much? Did you figure it out? Uh, 2.2 pounds. So 50 pounds of marijuana and 50, ironically, 50 or 25 plastic bottles of alcohol have disappeared. And we're saying, quote unquote, the rats did it. Okay, okay. But like when they say that it's gone missing, are they saying like the bags themselves have left or just the contents of the bags have left? I'm going to say both. (laughs) So they're saying, like, hey, look, we noticed that the rats in the past have been nibbling at the bags. Yeah. All of a sudden, 50 plus pounds of marijuana disappeared. And like, oh, man, the rats had this huge blowout. Yeah. We noticed that there were some rats, like, walking funny. We're pretty sure that they stole all 50 pounds of that marijuana. (laughs) (laughs) So do you think it was the senior officer? (laughs) (laughs) I do think, in fact, that somebody stole some marijuana <laughs> and probably sold it and are blaming the rats. Oh, yeah. They're like, look, we've, you know, in America, they did like, some vandalism okay. and, they, and, they, and they flooded right. a building and, the, and they believe that the cats did it. Let's blame this on the rats. Okay, okay. I have a question. Yep. Do you think the guy who actually did it appeared on the news to announce to announce like all straight the suspect. do you think you think they had to practice it like yeah like, oh my god dude dude dude, dude no <laughs> like, well, what, 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 if, what if i did it like with these like sunglasses on? <laughs> they're, like, they're like all right all right all right they're like crap like they're doing the inventory and we have stolen <laughs> they're in the <laughs> safe <laughs> they like go to the place where they stole and there's like they're like, shit, or crap, that's a lot of marijuana. What are we going to blame? They're like, all right, let's go through the list. Let's say the robbers stole it. And they're like, well, yeah, but there's no proof of breaking in. All right, let's just say they miscounted. Yeah, but it's like 50 pounds. That's a lot to miscount. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? see like a rat like go by. They're like, you know, in the past, we've had rat problems. Let's say the rats <laughs> Yo, that's genius. But like, do you think that they were like already in like the warehouse and like they see some guy like turning like crap, 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 so, like, <laughs> like panicking and like they see a rat screw, like we're blaming that rat. <laughs> Get him. Or, or I got a better thing. I bet they were stoned when they came up with it. <laughs> so they probably are like, yeah, the rats did it. They scaled down Mission Impossible Tom <laughs> Cruise like, style. Like the guy's like, what are you guys doing here? Man, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So once they, once they centered on that the rat was going to be who they're going to blame, do you think they had to practice? Like, because I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't say that with a straight, straight face. If somebody said, well, in all seriousness, we think the rat stole it. <laughs> Come on. It's so preposterous. You know, they're like, they're like, dude, I can't do it. I can't do it. There's no way. <laughs> So they're like, um, yeah, we want to interview about the uh, 50 pounds of marijuana. Excuse me. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> all right, um, yeah, we, there's 50 pounds of marijuana and 50 liters of alcohol missing. Oh, Who I do you think is the culprit? My, my shoes seem to be untied. <laughs> <laughs> so they either are completely lying mm-hmm. and they are selling marijuana on the side mm-hmm. or... They're smoking the marrow. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're smoking it. Or there is some very stone rats running around. Or when they say they have a rat problem, I mean, they have like. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, maybe like, they're like do you thousands think, of rats. Do you think that the rats like climb up onto one another like make one like super rat? You know, like the <laughs> The super rat wearing a sweater. 
<laughs> no, I mean, like, he's, like, a couple stories <laughs> as big as the warehouse. <laughs> Cummins rolling joints and smoking them. Uh, no, I mean, unless it, unless this took place, like, over, like, 50 years, there's no way they're, like, oh, you know, three months ago, 50, we pounds, of our- 50 pounds of marijuana. That's something, that's something shady, right? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I copied the whole article. Yeah. But something makes me think that maybe there's more to the story. Like, how do we know this isn't fake news? Oh, I don't know. We'll see if our president will retweet it and then we'll know it's real. <laughs> but don't bunch. All right. All right. That is the story. So let lessons learned here. If you're cold in Chicago. At least you're not a chicken. No, if you're cold in Chicago and you want help, if you're homeless, dress up like a chicken. There may be somebody to help you. Get or, in line. The chickens are free. Or if you need some marijuana to relax, to like get through this stressful time, there's apparently a bunch of rats on the corner selling some marijuana. Just talk to your local. <laughs> yeah. Don't kill that rat. He may have something for you. All right, smoke that rat. All right, folks, we are out of here. Uh, like, do you think like, their skin is like at this point like just marrow? <laughs> like another fur? There's like a bunch of bloodshot eye or blood. You know what happened was this is this is how you could tell if the rats actually ate the marijuana is if there was a bunch of rats that invaded like a convenience store to get some chips or something. <laughs> Like, really like you're trying to get their attention, but he's just not moving. <laughs> All right, folks, that is the podcast. Uh, make sure you check out our Facebook page. That's our like home. Uh, this podcast can be found on everywhere you find your popular podcast: Stitcher iTunes, all the all the big ones. But Wait, if you want to see, I have a question about iTunes. Yeah, do they have to pay for it? No, it's free. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're like, hey, dude, I'm going to college. I need some money. Um, hey, if you want to check out really what's going on with this podcast, jump on to Instagram. What's really going on? Jump on to Instagram. We're going to post a picture of those fabulous sweater-clad chickens so that you two can enjoy. And I forget my slogan. Oh, be in there like swimwear. Let's make it happen, Kim. On the dead. On the sod. Peace out. We'll see you next time. Dead son, 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 dead son.